0: This is episode number 27, and today we are recapping week number four of the Practical Christian Podcast. Welcome to the Practical Christian Podcast. My name is Travis Albritton, your friendly neighborhood Bible teacher, and every day we'll dive into the tips, tricks, and hacks that you can implement in your daily life to become a more effective Christian. Thanks for spending some time with me today. Now let's jump in to your daily dose of Practical Christian. Christian training. Welcome to another recap episode. We have another week in the books. It seems like these weeks just keep flying by, and I'm so grateful that we've made it to week four. I hope it's been as much fun for you to listen to it as as it has been for me to make for you guys. So today, just like every other Saturday so far... Uh, is focused on recapping this week's episodes. so if there was something you wanted to implement in your life and just forgot or it slipped your mind or you got busy, that this could be a reminder for you to say, oh yeah, I did want to do that thing, I did want to implement that practice. And then if you missed some episodes, this is a good episode to listen to because it'll give you some insight into which episodes you should go back to and listen in depth to get the full story and the full tip trick or hack. All right, so to start off, this past Sunday in episode number 21, we talked about how to steal time with busy people. Now, it may not seem like a Sunday special, but it really is when you think about it like this, that when you're trying to get time with someone that's really busy, that is in high demand, so to speak, uh, the easiest way to do that is to insert yourself into something that is already in their schedule, that they've already made time for. So instead of adding an appointment onto their calendar, you are just complimenting something that's already there. So for instance, if you know that they uh, drop their kids off at karate every Tuesday evening, then you can volunteer to ride in the car with them. And on the way back to the house from the karate studio, you can have your time with them. You know, that's, that's not like a specific example, but just things like that. And Sunday is a great opportunity to implement this strategy because if they're a person that you're trying to get time with that's a Christian, chances are they're going to church. And so you can either get time with them before church or after church and, uh, and, and try and make those things happen. So Sunday is a great opportunity to execute this specific hack. In episode number 21, uh, we talked about how to handle praise in a righteous way. And to be honest, as a younger leader, I really wrestled with trying to answer this question. Because I would either accept compliments or praise and let it go to my head and become arrogant, or in order to avoid that, go to the other extreme and shut people down whenever they tried to give me a compliment. And neither one of those is really effective and doesn't really help you. But a former campus minister of mine named Sherwood gave me a great piece of insight that I have not only carried with me since that time, but have shared with other People and they've seen the benefit of it as well. And it's rooted in Proverbs 27, verse 21, and it talks about how uh, we are tested by the praise that we receive. And similar to how a crucible and a furnace are used to refine silver and gold, that praise refines our hearts, refines our character, because it reveals who we really are, it reveals who we're in this for. Are we in it for ourselves? Are we in this for? recognition, or are we in this to glorify God? And so the tip for, or the, the hack for how to handle praise in a righteous way is to in, accept the praise, accept the compliment, and thus encourage the person that's giving it to you, and then internally give that praise to God and thank God for giving you either the ability or the opportunity to make the impact that you're being praised for. And so that way, it's not like this really weird thing where you're trying to be like humble-proud, You can just be authentic, be grateful that this person is going out of their way to compliment you and then give the glory and the honor to God who really does deserve it. And then in episode number 23, we dove into our first marriage episode of the podcast and we talked about why sleeping and eating solve arguments. And this was after we had some discussion about a particular verse in Ephesians that has been misused to uh, to insinuate that if you are going to honor God with your marriage, you must solve every single argument before you go to sleep, that you cannot go to sleep in the evening without coming to a resolution or a compromise. And that's really unhealthy when you think about it, when you really break it down. You're saying that every single argument must be solved before you go to sleep. And as we dove deeper into that scripture, we realized that's not actually what Paul was getting at, that it's more about being intentional and purposeful in resolving conflict with your spouse and with in your other relationships as well. And the reason that sleeping and eating solve arguments kind of in conjunction with the proper application of that scripture is that when you're hungry or when you're tired you're just not thinking straight. That your brain is hardwired to distract you to remind you how hungry or how tired you are because it's a survival mechanism. Your brain is trying to keep you from running yourself into the ground or starving yourself to death, all right? That's the brain's job. And so by eating a meal or by sleeping it off, frequently you will come out on the other side of that in a much better state of mind than you were before and actually be able to solve the argument rather than perpetuate it. And episode number 24, we went a little... Uh, controversial. We talked about marijuana. So, and and it was originally, can Christians smoke marijuana? and Or, you know, can they do it if it's legal in the state or country that they're living in? And I rephrased the question because it's not actually the best way to approach it. And that's because there are plenty of things that are legal that Christians shouldn't do, that God doesn't want us to do as Christ followers. So the question is not, can we do it, but should Christians smoke marijuana. And I give you three questions to think about, three things to consider as you're developing a conviction about consuming marijuana, recreational marijuana specifically. So if you are interested in knowing what those questions were, definitely go back and give that episode a listen because I thought I did a a fairly good job of just being, uh, giving you some tools, some excellent tools for how to approach these kinds of questions. So that way, when you have another question of a similar nature, you'll have the ability to address that head on as well. In episode number 25, I shared a little uh, secret that I employ in my personal relationship with God to help keep it exciting, and that's taking God on dates. That in every uh, romantic relationship that I've had, there's always been some kind of intentional quality time of planned time that's completely devoted just to that relationship. I did it with my wife, when we were dating, when we were engaged. And even now as a married couple, we go on a date every single week to maintain that connection. And so I'd started doing that with God several years ago, where I'd planned specific time to go with God to somewhere. Quite often I would go and grab dinner and go to a park or somewhere where I could be alone and just act out what it would be like to take God on a date. And it was really crazy how much closer I felt to God after those times, because it's not something that we think about of making special time to do something special with God. And so if you were looking for something to kickstart your quiet times, or to if you're in a really funky place and you just need to try something different, definitely encourage you to check out episode number 25 about taking God on a date. And then yesterday, in episode number 26, our Fan Friday episode, I uh, talked about Drew's question which was the difference between making a habit of having quiet times or keeping things interesting. And specifically in reference to episode number three and four, where in episode three, I talked about the importance of changing it up in your prayer life, but then in episode four, talked about how you need to have a habit, a daily habit of reading your Bible. And that the answer is actually uh, holding both of those things at the same time, that you want to have a habit, you want to establish a habit, but you don't necessarily need to do exactly the same thing every single time you sit down to spend time with God. And that by straddling that line, by straddling between those two things, you can both maintain cons- consistent growth and do it in a way that doesn't, where you don't lose passion for God, where it doesn't lose the excitement and the, the tangible joy that comes from trying new things, doing new things, and doing things that are Uh, exciting to do. I know I just said exciting like three times. It's all right. It's an exciting thing. Spending time with God should be exciting. All right. Well, that is it for this week in the Practical Christian Podcast. If you like what you heard, subscribe to get daily practical tips, just like this one. Leave a review to tell me what you think and head on over to the Facebook group to let me know what you want to hear in future episodes. Every day is an opportunity to grow closer to God and make a positive impact on the people around you. Take action with what you've learned and help make the world a little more like heaven. I'm Travis Albritton, and I'll talk to you tomorrow.